The verse of the week is Psalm 16:5. Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. Welcome back to the Luhai Pod. I'm your host, Taylor James. And I'm the producer, Hannah Buckholtz. And I just want to shout out Mr. Zeller for our awesome intro and outro music. So I've had this dream to do the podcast, um, and I knew we would need intro and outro music. And I don't know if you guys know Mr. Zeller, but he is good at so many things, and music is definitely one of them. Um, and so I just texted him on a random Tuesday morning and was like, hey, this is my idea. What do you think? And he's like, well, what kind of vibe do you want it to have? And I'm pretty sure I said nothing helpful. And then within like two hours, he had sent me back what you guys hear. And he's just so cool. He has to be the most talented person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I think so too. So make sure if you don't, for some reason, make sure you listen all the way through to the end credits and the outro music because... Mr. Zeller worked in our school verse to the outro music, which is just the most amazing thing, like the most Matt Zeller thing, the most Lou High thing. Yeah. And that was all his idea. He just felt very strongly that, you know, our school verse should be more places and it changes every year. Uh, so I was like, genius idea. Thank you so much for running with this. He's awesome. So mad props to him. Yeah. The intro and outro music gets stuck in my head all the time. All the time. Which... I can't complain because it's that good. Yeah, so it's real catchy. Shout out to Mr. Zeller. Some announcements for this week. The next refuge meeting will be on September 10th from 7 to 8 p.m. College planning night is also coming up on September 11th, and that will be from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Don't forget to buy your tickets for Macbeth, which is coming up at the end of this month. And the next home football game is Friday, September 15th, and it's teacher appreciation night. This week on the pod, we have Lehigh's head football coach, Stephen Robbins. Stephen has established an amazing football program focused not only on athletic development, but Christian character development. In our conversation, we talked to him about his program and the upcoming season as they prepare to make another run for the state title. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Happy to be here. We're excited to talk about the football season. You're in the swing of things. You've been going for many months now. Yeah, we started actually in December. As soon as the season ended, we got in the weight room and we set our goals and then built throughout the summer, starting in June with the new guys on campus. So we've, we've been going for a while. Yeah, that's crazy to think that like the fall season has just started, but you've actually been going. We're about mid-season form right now. For a long time and you still got a ways to go, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's dive into it. First things first, um, will you just describe your role here at Luhai to our audience a little bit? Yes. At Luhai, I have the privilege of being the head football coach as well as assist in team strength program uh, for a couple classes a day as well. And then I just try to help out wherever I can around the building on top of that with, with kids. Yeah, you're everywhere. You're not just a coach, which is awesome. I love seeing you all around the building. Oh, it's my favorite thing to do, kind of see what they're doing outside of the classroom, outside of sports. 
And I feel like you always have an open door policy too. Like I always see your players like hanging out in your office, around your office, talking to you during the day, which is really awesome. Yes, absolutely. It can get distracting sometimes. I'm sure. Especially during lunch, I have to kick them out, get them back to the cafeteria. But at any given time, there could be anywhere from eight to 15 kids in that tiny office. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) That's so awesome. So today, I just want to talk to you a lot about the football program here at Lujai because I feel like it's a very unique program and I just... I really admire the way you do things from like a coaching perspective, but also just someone from the outside looking in. Um, what are your goals and your hopes for your program here at Luhai? Well, this is, and I could go on for a long time with this. I'll try to keep it short. Uh, but when I started coaching, when I became a head coach, um, I had great mentors in, in my life and, and watching how they did things. As a young man, you, you want to win, 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 and that's what it's about. We, we try to – character mattered, but you really were focused on victories. And I actually got a coach with my brother and was his defense coordinator, and he started a Victory for Life program. And uh, that was more about winning in all phases of your life with the ultimate win being uh, eternal life. And from that point forward, I, I realized that, you know what, it's about building Christian men of character more so than anything. And so our program, when I talk to parents as they come in and, and visit with me to see if this is a fit or not, I tell them, we want to win. Winning is fun. But our, our ultimate goal is to partner with the parents and help build Christian men of character. And, and I honestly mean that if, if we can, at the end of four years or two years or however long we have these young men in the program, if they can walk out and be impactful in the community as a parent is my number one. So as, as a husband and a father, if they can be great and impactful there, we've won. And I do think the, the more we focus on uh, eternal life and we focus on their faith, the blessings are going to come. They might not come at our time and we might want it right now, but, but God's going to take care of you. You will be blessed for doing things the right way. So that that's the objective. That's our goal for the program is to hopefully you know, win football games, but really we're, we're helping partner with parents to build these young men so that we can have leaders. That's amazing. I feel like that really puts like that there's more to sports beyond just playing like actually into action. Like it's a very tangible thing that you're learning more than just how to compete. Like you're building so many other skills that'll take you throughout your life. Yeah. That And that's our goal. We, we're all broken. We live in a broken world. And um, if we leave our kids just to look at what's on social media and on the internet, they're going to be lost. And so I, I do think football, it's a unique sport because you don't get to play. We can't go play pickup football. Like you can, the lifetime sports, you know, everybody, I, I still golf. I love to golf. I'm not good at it, but I can do that all the way till uh, I die. And basketball, I go play pickup basketball. Football, you can't do that. So we have our four years with them. If they're blessed, they get maybe four or five in college, but it's going to be taken away. And so what can you learn through those, through those times? And I do think football is unique in the physicality of it and it's tough and it's hard and it breaks you down. But our goal is to use those moments so that they can grow as men. I love that so much. Um, another really unique thing about your program is how you structure your program with your teams. Um, and I also know you're probably one of the last programs at Lutheran high that doesn't cut any athletes. You find a spot for everyone. So will you just, Describe, I mean, with the goals and hopes Mm -hmm. of your program in mind, how do you structure your program? Why do you structure your program that way? And what's kind of the purpose behind your teams within your program? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been coaching for over 20 years. A head coach, I think 14 or 15, I don't know, somewhere around there. Uh, But we, we figured out seven years ago when I got here, so that we're going on season eight, seven years ago, we were just doing it the same way. Structure, you have a, a sub varsity, you have a varsity. And we weren't getting better and our retention wasn't 
wasn't good. And so we made a change and we separated it into three programs. Uh, we started a developmental program, meaning that these kids are going to do from day one as a freshman, they're going to be doing the same things we're doing uh, on the varsity level so that they can move up as their skill level rises, they're able to jump right in. And I, I really think that that's very important for them to be able to understand what the program's all about. And so with, with that, with that structure, I don't want to cut anybody. And football is unique because you have to have pads, equipment, and, and it's tough that way. But I, I figure if I have enough pads to, to fit out however many kids it is this year, it's over 130. However many kids it is, we're going to take them. Now, I, I'm also realizing that there, there's got to come some point. But uh, going back to the goal and purpose of our program, building Christian men in a character and helping them grow into who God's called them to be, why would I take that away from somebody? And so uh, it's my goal and my hope that we're able to continue to be a non-cut sport uh, because I, th I think that it, there's value in what, what we're doing. And so the more we can have, the better. Uh, but maybe come check with me after this year, a year of having over 130 kids. It could change, but I don't, I don't think it will. Yeah, just with the growth, things can always change. But I love that you already have that mindset. Like, mm -hmm. I want to take everyone. We can use everyone. Absolutely. Um, okay, kind of referring back to your season last year. Um, you had a super successful season last year, state runner-up. Um, so coming off of that, how do you plan to build on that? What are your goals this season? Um, kind of your projections for this season as well. What are you hoping for? I can tell you what I'm hoping for. I'm going to yeah. stay, stay away from the projections. I don't, okay, that's but, fine. No, last year, very successful. Excited for the guys. We've been working hard. I talked about the developmental program. When we, we started that shift, that was five years ago. And so two years in, and then we made that shift. And that, the kids, we've gone every year now in the last four years, first round of playoffs, second round of playoffs, uh, final four, and then state championship game. And so we, we've kept progressing how we want. So ultimately, this year to make that complete, we win a state championship. Um, God only knows, and, and he'll, he'll bless us in the way he sees fit. But our, our goal is to be back at the state championship game uh, come December. Um, so hopefully – Hopefully that'll happen. How do you plan to build off of last year? So if we look at, at last year and, and coming off that state championship run, um, being there at the game, building off of it, our guys, I said we started in December. As soon as we got back to campus, we had two weeks before Christmas break, and we met with our underclassmen, uh, the juniors and sophomores, and, and talked about our goals, where we want to be. And they got after it that, those last two weeks. We tried to give them time off. And then come January is our official off season. Uh, so they're in the weight room grinding and, and understanding that what we do in January through May is, is going to – push us and project us towards our goals come come fall and so I we're building on it like that let them understand here's where you want to be you're so close you understand what what it takes to get there now go get it and so letting the it letting the guys run with it and it's their program allowing them to lead the way and I've been been very impressed it's, it's such a blessing to watch we have 25 seniors this year I've never had that many on a team uh, doing team pictures the senior pictures it's, it's amazing but they're all in it together and they're all in it for for the right reasons I believe and so um, that's how we're going to build on it we're going to follow them I think that's amazing to let them take ownership of their season and let them set the goals because then that's going to make your job as a coach a little easier because they already want it they are they're already motivated by it mm -hmm. and you're just giving them the tools they need to kind of 
get after it and just following their lead. Amen. That's the hope. And, and that's the best part of coaching when you can get to that point where the, where the athletes, the student athletes understand what it's all about and they want it more than you do. That's, that's when it gets good. Yeah. And the leadership opportunities mm-hmm. too. We've talked a lot about leadership with like Marty on the pod um, and even Jonathan too. So just to give another leadership opportunity through athletics, like here you are, here's this chance. You've got a team behind you. You've got coaches behind you. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, I love it. That's so cool. Um, last question. What are you most looking forward to this season? We had our family picnic uh, last night. And so over 300, I think we had 400 people um, RSVP. And, and that's just the football community. And, and so I, I talked to the senior parents. Every year, it's, hey, take a deep breath. This is going to go quick. And we're never going to do this again. And so when you ask a question about what am I most looking forward to or, or what, what's the best part, it's really tough because I, I feel these parents, they get a chance to experience that with their son once. And for me, it happens every year where I'm saying goodbye to kids. And so right now, watching our seniors, those 25, find success um, that, that they're hoping for, whether that's individual or that's team success. But I, I want this to be an impactful season for them. So I look forward to the, the end of the year banquet where I get to say goodbye. It's the worst time and it's the best time. Uh, but, but seeing how their story is written, what God does in their lives from now, we have our first scrimmage tomorrow, from now all the way to the end of the year, I'm excited to see that. It's like reading a book and you don't know what the end is going to be, but you know that you're drawn into it and you're, you're loving the start. And I'm, I'm excited for what happens between now and the finish and, and just seeing where we're at with them. So I, that, that was maybe the best way I can put it. Yeah. Like what a cool story that's mm-hmm. being written right now. Uh, and I tell that we, we talk about this quite often. It's like nobody else gets to write our story. Right. God's in, in control. And then we, we are the pin down here. We get to write our story. And we try to remind our, our players that, that no matter if it's a tough loss or a great victory, nobody else dictates what, what goes on those pages except for us and God. That's amazing. And I, I really admire the football community because I feel like your program has a very tight knit community. Like you've got every parent involved helping with team meals, football moms, football dads are some of the greatest sports parents ever. So what a cool community you have. It's unbelievable. It's such it's, and it's not me. I'm just blessed. This community in general, Lou high. And one of the reasons my wife and I uh, wanted to come here is when we visited, it, you could just see it from the faculty and staff. And then I got to meet parents as I was interviewing for the job. And this community is, is beyond anything I've ever been around. And I think it's the strongest part of our school that people understand they get it. And it comes back to, it's not just a football program, building Christian of character. It's a school building Christian people and, we're not perfect. We're broken. We're sinners, but we love. And, and so our, our community is all about that. They're about love and it, it doesn't get better than that, honestly. Well, I know you guys kind of like organize nights to go watch other teams, mm-hmm. don't you? I know the volleyball team does that with like, okay, we're all going to go watch softball or we're all going to go to this football game. Do you Yes, like we, we talk about that often because what what do our kids want? All our student athletes, they want support. They want to see fans. And I think a big big deal is so you know what you want. Your classmates, they want the same thing. And so we push to go to those other sports. I can't wait. I mean, you look at our success as an athletic department, as a program across the board, is unreal. I've been saying that for the last four years. It is fun just to watch. And so I'm excited to see, you know, we talk about softball. What kind of run, who, who does that? You go, they've lost what, one game in three years. Yeah, and two state championships two state back championship. to back in different classifications. Different so I'm excited to see them. And then volleyball, always good. It, it 
it is fun to watch how many how many girls y'all have going out for volleyball and, and the excitement there. So I'm pumped up to see what they do. Soccer, I Matt's been doing a phenomenal job, and I get to work with him closely because we have to share a field. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I have kind of a vested interest in, in, in that, watching them perform. So I'm excited to see them make a big run. They had to jump in classification, and I think they, they know where they're going, what they're doing this year. So it should be fun to watch as well. Cross country, they're crazy. They're running all over the place. We see them early mornings, late nights. Um, and so I know they had some success last year. And then uh, cheer. I, I, like, I love talking to Coach Courtney, and, and those girls do a great job supporting everybody. Uh, and they had some success at the state level as well. I think the one that I'm leaving off is probably golf, and I, I wish I could go watch them, but I, I don't get a chance to get out to the course. But uh, they've been good for the last couple of years as well with state state champions or state runner-up or have uh, individuals in there. So um, if if you're not watching Lujai Fall Sports, you're missing out, but you, you want to be there. So we'll keep pushing the kids to be out there, but the parents too, um, and I think our community will respond to that. Yeah, absolutely. I think this fall sports season is going to be unreal. Like there's so much in like the whole story waiting mm -hmm. to be written. So I'm really excited for that. Um, well, thank you so much for your time and just for sharing it with us. Um, and good luck this season. Thank I'm so, so excited for you. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. It's my first time ever doing a podcast, but y'all do us as an awesome setup. So thank, thank you for you. having me. Thanks we look forward to for coming to our studio. You can put this on your resume now that you've been a guest on a podcast. There we so, go. Yeah. Done. Thanks coach. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and will join us again next week to hear Bill Garner talk about mission and service opportunities coming up this year. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. Thanks so much to this week's guest, Coach Robbins, and to all our guests this season. Our intro and outro music are written, recorded, and mixed by Mr. Zeller. Hannah Buckles produces the podcast with help from Moreau Marriott. Taylor James is your host. Thanks for listening and see you next week. And this is his commandment that we